0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Something We Gotta Talk About podcast. You are joined by your very unserious and favorite duo. I'm Diana. And I'm Mercy. And Mercy, what is going on? We are almost in October. What the heck is going on?
1: Well, when people are listening, we are in October. So oh my
0: goodness. That God, is yes. crazy.
1: No, <clears throat> that whole thing, time flies. Yeah, I know it's like cliche or whatever, but like quite literally, time is flying.
0: Yeah.
1: Like the I end of the year is here.
0: I'm like Christmas on the I'm literally like <laughs> holding on to the like propellers or something. I don't oh. know, like the wings of the flight. Like take me with you. Can you say why I think of flight? But I'm literally thinking of the wings of that bloody plane because I'm just like I can't, I can't hold on, I can't keep mm-hmm. up. Yeah,
1: you're not even in the plane; you're outside. You said, "Wait, hold on." I don't know what's yeah. going on. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm. I don't know how time is doing this, but here we are in October. Yeah. Happy last quarter of the year.
0: Yeah, it's it's cool though. I think you know what it is. I think also like I'm using this podcast as a marker as well as how quickly this year's gone because we started it or like the inception started at the beginning of the year and it's like how are we like almost at the end almost have recorded like near enough 50 episodes um it's quite literally the same
1: <laughs> yeah it is but it's a testament to just how much we enjoy it and like yeah how much we have loved building it and learned so much as well so I... Kudos to you. Like, I know, like, with this whole podcasting thing, like, I did podcasting before, but having someone, like, jump on the journey, I'm just like, wait, hold on. Kudos <laughs> to you.
0: You're doing it? Yeah, I've been wanting to do podcasting for so long. So, like, I'm just so happy to be in this in this thing. Like, I love it. I love it. But what's been going on in your life? Like, what's, what's on your mind, girl?
1: What is on my mind? Well, I have recently I mean you know me I watch everything um even (laughs) genres that I don't typically love but if black people are involved I will be watching
0: yeah
1: I recently have been thinking about black people have entered the world of
0: horrors yeah they have
1: entered the world of making horror films horror tv shows and our minds yeah i don't know like i i i love that we're able to express ourselves in that like i think jordan peele really opened the door when it came to like horrors with get out with us with Nope, and there have been more people that have been dabbling in this as well like and recently i watched a book turned tv series because you know i ain't gonna read the book even though the book <laughs> is in the house and it's called the other black girl mm. and um I've just recognized that our storylines are just so much more layered with horrors. Cause I feel like horrors, yeah. is all like, you know, beasts and just weird concepts, which, you know, great fantasy and whatever. Mm. But with black people, there's always that little, that little extra seasoning, that little extra like layer of race to it.
0: Yeah. And
1: you don't really know what to do with yourself because it, it's obviously not true. But also, I wouldn't be surprised if it was, type thing.
0: Exactly, way. yeah. Do you
1: know what I'm saying? Like, Get Out, I think, was such, obviously, a multi-layered concept. Like, it would change if you're a white person or a non-black person watching it versus a black person watching it. My favourite part, and it's funny to say favourite part because it's, it's literally horror, but um, <laughs> my favourite part is, like, at the very, very, very end where, you know, he's managed to escape and then the police sirens are happening. And you know, for any other show, you might think, oh yeah, help, like Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. the people have come to save us. But for for him or for black people, it's like, oh my God, here we go again.
0: Yeah, Like this is,
1: gonna, this is even worse, like yeah, honestly, it's crazy. True. And I just think the mindsets are so, um, there's just so much to explore with black people and mm-hmm. black storytelling in horror there's also one that what's called the blackening and it was literally around like the irony of um black people in horror and like in danger i don't know it I was like, so, yeah it was so <laughs> it was so jokes though like it was around like basically you know that thing where it's like um if there is a like if you hear a sound black mm. people ain't going check like no, uh-huh, I'm, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm in the opposite way. What do you mean? Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm minding my business and I'm walking away.
1: <laughs> and like they, they completely made so much awareness around that where you'd have like it was like a black cast so you'd have like black people being like ah uh-uh, I ain't going no I'm not involved I'm not gonna go check <laughs> and then you had some people being like okay well like what well, we have to like da-da-da. so it was super interesting that I've just seen different narratives in horror and as I said with black people I will support in every which way I can yeah so um yeah I've been watching more horrors by black people um and there's also one I think it's called what is it what's it called? They Clone Tyrone. Um, oh, I've never heard of that one. Oh my goodness. So there's this Netflix um movie called They Clone Tyrone and it has um John Boyega in it.
0: Right. And I love him.
1: Like Jamie Foxx as well. Mm. It's such an interesting concept. Like it's literally you know what? let me actually read what they have said because I don't know if I'm going to be able to describe it <laughs> <fully>. <laughs> but essentially like the one liner of it and no, that's not even helpful I'm reading it and I'm like that tells you nothing so let me try my best so the concept of like they clone Tyrone is essentially we um see this like small neighborhood And um, they kind of just like live life as is, like it's got a lot of black people in it, you know, but there is crime, there is like the stereotypical narrative of neighborhoods maybe in an underprivileged area when it comes Mm. to black people. There's crime, there's drugs, there's all of that kind of stuff. But then um, this guy, his life is just a repeat, like the same thing over and over and over again but then one time he gets shot oh and then he wakes up the next day and he so. still goes the same repeat cycle but then people are like hold on but you're dead I'm confused yeah what's going on
0: uh. and also oh, his life like is repeating but not everybody else's
1: I mean I guess
0: uh, right because they know that he if they think he's dead mm-hmm. oh wow okay uh-huh
1: Right? And then so obviously we're like, there's something wrong here. What's going on in the system? And then he started to be like, wait, hold on. Like, why is, why are things, you know, repeating like this? Like, why are things mm-hmm. going on like this? Um, and essentially a whole lot happens and we find out that um, they are being like, it's like a simulation and they are being controlled <laughs> by like <laughs> this underground society. What? Literally run by white people um Ah! of course and like how essentially they're the the simulation is the same so that they can keep control of people in this neighborhood and it's just so many layers to it because obviously you're like ah this is giving like actual like racial Trauma Dynam- and all yeah, that kind yeah. of stuff. Exactly. and dynamics yeah. and the way things are like it's just heightened. But yeah. if you really peel it back, you're like, oh, it's giving it reality
0: a little <laughs> bit. This is the thing. Like most, I think, like horror shows that involve black people or black writers or producers, whatever. Like, yeah, it's rooted in reality, and it's just very much like it makes it so obvious. I think a different type of audience than what we are to be mm-hmm. like. You do realize. This is what's happening. (laughs) Or this is what's happened. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Um, so but it was it was really good. And you know what? I probably didn't give it the best justice of um explaining it, but I don't even blame myself because the way even after it finished, I had to, you know, that thing where you search up like the meaning of the ending? (laughs) And I had to like study because I was like, wait, hold on. What? Like it was good, but also what? So yeah. I've been watching more horrors um, and it's just by black people Um, Uh and it's just been so interesting because I'm like y'all are so talented now the door is open for black people in horrors I'm scared I'm glad and I'm confused
0: (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. like horrors is like one genre that I just I really can't get into like I am a big scared of cat for sure um but I've I watched Get Out, which I think is funnily enough, I didn't realise it was a horror until after. Like I literally went to the cinema and I was like, Oh yeah, like it'll it be a, a great sh- No. Yeah, yeah, I was very surprised. Exactly. Yeah. I, I knew the concept, kind of, and then like it came more to me after the the show. I was like, Oh my god. <laughs>
1: it wasn't giving Tramastic. horror, even though you knew the concept.
0: Not really. I guess I'm not, like, you know what? I think because before that, I was used to, like, proper horrors that are, like, very in-your-face. Like, people are, you know, like, there's ghosts and stuff or there's, like, all this kind of, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, very obvious horrors, which I don't like. Um, And then I... I, I don't really watch horror movies, so I haven't watched any. I haven't watched Oz or Nope or anything like that. I probably should, um. But the closest closest I would say I got to it's not really a horror. It's more like a sci-fi fantasy kind of, um, which is Lovecraft Country, and um, which is oh, a, yes. um, a series. Um, but sadly, it only has one one season, and it was like absolutely amazing. I don't think you would like it because it's set back in back in the day. Back in the day. <laughs> Yeah, um, but it was really good when it, um, when it like, was actually on. Um, so if they ever revive something similar to that, that would be really good. But, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I need, to, I need to be really in the mood for horrors, especially if I know they're going to be horrors. Do you know what I mean?
1: Oh, my gosh, 100%. No, like, I unwillingly watch them. Like, I and I like to watch them in the day. Like, I remember when I yeah. was out, every blinds was open. It was... <laughs> The sun was shining, like, oh, as in, I don't want yeah. to be in the dark watching these horrors. Yeah. Are you crazy? Yeah. Um, sometimes I will, but that just heightens the experience, which I know people it love. Does. But listen, I'm not a horror really. no. I'm just out here to support my brothers, my sisters, my peoples. That's yeah. what I'm here to do. And <laughs> I think what I do like about black people in horror, though, is that there's always... And whether intended or not, there's always an element of comedy to it. And I don't know if that's just because of like resonance points where you're just like, yeah, I would do that or I would do that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's so true.
0: There's
1: like a familiarity to it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Speaking of black people or one black person, have you been seeing Olivia Washington and not Olivia Washington, Carrie Washington? Why am I mixing their names? (laughs) Not Olivia Pope and Carrie coming together. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Have you been seeing Kerry Washington and her um, former co-star? Is it Tony Goldwyn? Um, yeah, them doing what they do best by teasing everybody that they are together, which they're definitely not. Um, I like honestly this ship. I think we talked about this like before. Um, when we yeah. talked about like um favorite on-screen romances or something like that but um they do have um a huge on-screen romance if you watch Scandal or if you like Scandal I really like them together people have different opinions um but ever since that show they have always like teased like the audience that like they obviously they're really close to stuff like that but they You know, people are like, oh, if I was their partners, like their respective partners, I would be livid and literally like could not keep up. Because the way they post their pictures together, you would literally think that they are a couple.
1: Oh, yeah. I have been seeing it. Like, I just, do you know what? Couples that are like this, when I watch a film or I watch a movie... And um, I can see that the chemistry is insane, like off the charts. And neither of them are single or one of them aren't. Well, if one of them aren't single, I'm like, oh, God bless that other, God bless that spouse. Because I I don't know, I don't know. Um, But when they're both, particularly when they're both not single and they have this on-screen romance, I'm just like, as their partner in real life, do you not then think if you can see this this um love that's just just transcending on screen, surely you compare it to if like do they look at me like that
0: like do they <laughs> I don't know. exactly like you definitely have to compare glances or be like that's what they do with me like yeah what? I
1: I don't know I've, I saw some clips on it um, and it reminded me as well of Jessica Chastain and Oscar Isaac mm-hmm. and they are uh, them two they caused a ruckus for far too long because they just like this this friendship And I do that in quotation marks (laughs) aggressively. I was like, I'm so sorry. But even as their partner, I might have to say, yo, I need to bow out. Like, I think y'all two have it much better than we do. Because it wasn't, you know, on screen romance is different, right? On screen romance, okay, you're doing your job, you're acting off screen.
0: Uh huh. When you're taking it off screen, like, come on. I though. don't
1: know. Like, y'all don't need to be like that on the red carpet, though. Like, y'all yeah. don't need to be like that in, you know, when you're doing up panel, like, when you're doing up interview. Like, we understand that this is a movie or this is a show. We understand that you are not together, so hmm. therefore, you don't need to play it up. Like, exactly. you're you're taken.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. I think, like, I get it. Obviously, it's, like, from a marketing, like, standpoint. Like, it's great. It gets the crowd going. Da, 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 da. But I feel like that's only, like, right and respectful when, like, both of them are single. So they can play up to because who's that's what I'm checking saying, on them, yeah. you know? But, yeah, like, as, I don't know. Like, you need to have a strong heart if you're the partner of an actor who acts in romance movies because I just, yeah. I couldn't, like, that's real life why am i in it you know like that's (laughs) like everyone's talking about me Mm -hmm. nah yeah it's
1: it's wild and they love to do it and i really wonder what the what the mechanics behind it is like i i wonder they they obviously know but then i'm just like where does it end that's the thing for me. Like, where does it end?
0: Exactly. Because
1: what if someone just, what if, what if, what if someone just gains a little, little feelings? Because, um, like, for example, I guess they weren't necessarily taken, Um, but, like, Ross and Rachel from Friends, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, in real life, was, it was really given, well, they won't they, like, as well as on screen. And yeah. I'm just, then they had the reunion, and it was, like, I think they said that they actually did have feelings for each other so yeah. o- o- what do we do where does this end
0: yeah and I wonder like what conversations like they need to have with their partners as well like you know in the background yeah. being like by the way like you know we have to market this movie or da, 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 da. like just like I'll be doing this and that and the other or, like my agents have said I need to do this and that and the other i be like honey <laughs> we've got enough money yes Literally, I'd be like, no, I just, I couldn't. And I'm like a lover girl, so like, if I was to act that way with someone who isn't my partner, I could see myself catching feelings. Because why am I doing up lovey dovey? (laughs) And I've got a man at home. You know what I mean? Like that, Mm -hmm. that to me, just I can't do both.
1: Yeah, I hear it. Do you know what? It's funny because on the flip side, I I think I could, I'm really interested in the mechanics of it. Like, yeah. I'm really interested, like you said, in the conversations that are had. Like, I don't think I'm a lover girl. Um, so I would be like, I wonder if I could hack it. Like, I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. I just find, yeah, I just find it so interesting because there's definitely... There's definitely situations where it's it's backfired and probably someone's caught feelings and blah blah blah. Oh, and what, for sure. What do we do with it? But I really like do wonder about the ones where it's like, nah, they're so secure. You have to be secure, right? Uh-huh, the whole attachment uh-huh. style thing. That like, you have to be so secure in your relationship that this does not phase you one bit and it doesn't phase your partner one bit or maybe it's just the constant communication that needs to happen yeah um, and reassurance as well but oh so that feels like a job in itself
0: uh, you're managing your relationship to a new level that you probably would have yeah. expected to yeah yeah for yeah. sure and I but, think you probably need to be the industry to understand it as well
1: oh a hundred and ten percent like even if you're not give me full debrief
0: yeah like take, me, it might take me through the
1: curriculum yeah <laughs> exactly take me through it because I would rather just be fully aware so you know what you're getting yourself into as well there's no yeah
0: surprises. yeah yeah absolutely yeah. but you know love is sweet and I was at a wedding last weekend and it was my oh, brother's my, my brother's wedding which was just uh honestly epic like it was by far my favorite day of the year if not one of my life like <sighs> It was just like a movie um, and it was like I wrote a post, um, an Instagram post and I was like, it was the wedding that was written in the stars because they didn't expect to have this wedding this year. Uh, they literally got engaged at the start of the year um, and it was a 10 year anniversary and they were thinking of having this wedding like two years down the line you know like most um, couples do getting time to plan, to save etc and my brother being the very like competition oriented winner that he is won a wedding venue like how does <laughs> how does one do that how do you That's win a, a wedding venue um yeah. and one thing turns into another they accepted the offer and they planned the wedding in five months and it was like you know when weddings aren't smooth but this gave like smoother than it c- could have been um and so it literally was just meant to be and the day turned out so perfectly and it was just so amazing to have um the-, the guests that they wanted to have like there for them in such short notice like traveling across the world um and we just had such a wonderful time and yeah it was just so so lovely
1: honestly it looked so stunning like it the aesthetic (laughs) yeah like Like, honestly I just think yeah hearing a little bit about like the lead up to it and hearing a little bit about like the whole competition thing which is wild (laughs) um and then seeing the output I was like yeah beautiful yeah and did you say it was on their 10 year
0: yeah yeah So this is their 10th year together
1: that is so beautiful, Rich like, that, like you said, written in the stars, that is, yeah. yeah,
0: I love that timing. Yeah, it was just, yeah, literally perfect, so yeah, so I've got a sister-in-law, and, I mean, to me, for, like I said, they've been together 10 years, so <laughs> we've been, we've been family, and um, we've been sisters, <laughs> <laughs> exactly, so I've got a sister-in-law, and like I just said, you know, weddings are just such a special, um, thing to attend in general, mm-hmm. never mind if it's like one of your family members because it, you just feel that extra bit of love. Um mm. and yeah, everyone was just buzzing after it. So yeah. could smile. What my, would you say? Bro.
1: Yeah, big big up your brother um and your now sister in law. Yeah. Um but what would you say was your favourite memory of the day, the wedding day?
0: Ooh, oh so many probably funnily enough oh no no actually I do have one so <clears throat> their kind of like vows part was my favorite part because they were originally going to do their own like their own personal vows and then they ended up changing their mind and um, the celebrant that was marrying them Basically, got like little stories from their family and friends, and then she wrote a story about them, and it was the best thing ever because it seemed as if she knew that she had known them for ten years, the way she like delivered the story, and it got everybody laughing, crying, and um, one of the bridesmaids actually done a poem as well, which was like so beautiful, um, and I think just that ceremony part was like amazing because there was. So much about their story that some people knew, some people didn't know. But to have everybody understand why they were there, like that was really special. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, that is yeah. so beautiful. Like, I love when people find their way of yeah. doing their day. Yeah. And there is something around like, yeah, like this is a celebration. I mean, this is a celebration of the 10 years that they've had, but this is also like a celebration of what's to come. Yeah. And being able to get everyone on the same page, get everyone to like almost recap these 10 years and then be able to to send them off into Uh the future. Oh,
0: love it. it. Love it. it. I love weddings.
1: And I love the fact that you've just yeah I'm, I just love the output of this one it sounds beautiful it looks incredible if you want to see how it kind of low-key looked and stuff and um, definitely check out on Dana's Instagram because yeah thanks for giving
0: yeah 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 and that was all this snippet of the pics as well like we sort of get the full fulfilled oh. I'm so excited yeah
1: oh my gosh I love and you know what it's so funny because I'm like I love exciting and all that kind of stuff but I've I don't know if it's recently, but it's becoming a lot more apparent that apparently my voice doesn't match my emotions. What?
0: Like, <laughs> Who told you that?
1: Oh, many people. Many people. What? And it's not all the time, but it's yeah. the frequency has increased a little. I, I don't know if people are feeling <laughs> a little bit more confident or if I'm doing it a lot more often, but um, apparently sometimes when I react to something like the emotion doesn't match. So I'll be like, oh, wow, that's amazing. But, like, people would hear it as, like, oh, wow, that's amazing. Like, (laughs) I don't know. Literally, this happens so frequently now, and it's actually making me question. I'm like, I am actually... I don't know if my the, the process from my brain to what the sound that comes out my mouth isn't allowing inflection to happen yeah it's all going on so I know I'm sarcastic and stuff so people actually do be like is she being sarcastic or <laughs> like "Does she, she actually mean it like what's going on and I'm just like I don't know how this happens because I'm genuinely like maybe I'm just tired sometimes I don't yeah, know yeah I get you if it would just be my reaction and be like oh wow like, or, or that's good and that's how it's heard but in my head I'm like oh wow like, yeah. that's great like Yeah yeah I and mean, I'm like what the hell do I do with this?
0: That is so funny. I don't know maybe I'm just like I just feel like I know you so I know like what you're like how to code your intonations and I don't I don't know. But like I've never felt like that. Um I wonder also if it's just like you're still processing maybe what someone has told you. And so like Rather than like, you want to respond immediately, immediately because you don't want to take too long to to like process. Because maybe if you're tired, you're like still trying to like get it. So you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's amazing. And then you're like, it just doesn't like then get addressed in the moment. Hear that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yes, that <laughs> might actually be it. Because
1: I'm like, I do think sometimes I'm like, I feel like I'm always listening, but I'm I'm trying to be more of an active listener. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, I have heard what you said and I have responded, but like I'm yeah, like you said, like the process in part is just taking a little longer to to get there. Um yeah. I'm I don't know, I'm trying to learn more about myself. So I'm taking all <laughs> these things on board and stuff like that. Like recently, not even recently, actually recently confirmed to myself I have realized that I am not you know I'm not a visualizer in terms of when I read something I can't see it in my head really Ah, like and I think this is why I think this is why I don't like reading ah you just don't
0: see the picture
1: I don't see the picture and if I do see the picture I see it in flashes so I realized this because I had this training thing at work and they were doing this thing where it's like, close your eyes and we're gonna read something and like, you know, visualize it. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't see anything.
0: Oh my like, God, I, I would, know this happens.
1: Yeah, or I would like see it in flashes. Like they would say like a red bag and I was like, okay, I saw a red bag, but I'm not seeing it as part of like the moving picture yeah, as yeah. the whole, like narrative unfold. And this is so interesting because I'm like, I mean, I consider myself a creative, but I feel like this is like a part of like what a creative needs. Like, I don't know. It's just
0: interesting. <laughs> um, yeah. I've no, always not known that I
1: I might not see um like the image and stuff like that, but I just I just wasn't sure. Yeah. But in that moment in time, I was actually like, my I can't, my mind is blank. I can't. I'm just see listening it. to the words. I can't <laughs> see it. And now I'm just like, this makes so much sense. And now I feel even better about the fact that, like, I might not be a reader and I prefer to watch TV shows or something that's, like, visually given to me um, because I can't see it when I read it or when it's told to me. It's crazy.
0: That makes a lot of sense, to be fair, though. But, like, because I think I have seen this before when someone was, like, on Twitter being, like, imagine, like, a red apple or something. And Mm. um, if you close your eyes and, like... Some people were like, "Yeah, I can like I can do that. No, no bother. Have like details, whatever." And some people were like, "I, I can't see a thing. Like, I just I can see maybe the outline, but like that's it." Yeah. Um. Whereas yeah. I I could visualize something for a solid like five minutes. Like I could just even like when You said red bag, I can even like make it into different shapes, or like imagine someone like opening or closing it or something, or even like the buckle or whatever. And it is so funny because I get maybe that's why I like reading as well because it's like I can literally yeah. create that whole story, a picture, like yeah, yeah. But that makes a lot of sense to maybe why it might take you like a little bit, little bit of time if especially someone's telling you a story. So then imagine yeah. them doing whatever it is they're telling you about, and then having to react. Is is that a balancing act? <laughs>
1: right. Um. Yeah. So I think like it's quite interesting because um, it's definitely like I can I can visualize when something's told, like one thing, like I can visualize that thing, but yeah. it's like maintaining. Then adding everything else to it, like I can't see the world of what the book is trying to tell me. Like I don't yeah. know. You're telling me what the skyline looks like, then you're telling me what the person is wearing, then you're telling me the sounds, and then you're telling. Me- I can't see it. I can't. Too
0: much. Stop. One thing at a time. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what are you trying to I do then? That yeah, I do wonder what it is. like There must be some sort, of, some sort of like word for it or phrase, or whatever. Mm. Um, but like, what are you then trying to do to kind of like? I guess, make your voice match your emotions.
1: Ah, Ciao. (laughs) No. I ain't trying to do nothing. Not now, anyways. (laughs) I am am doing a lot of self-reflection. I am doing a lot of elevating around other things. Um, But this one, you know, at first, okay, that's very selfish of me. But at first, like, I think I'm processing it yeah Uh, ironically so um (laughs) because I always knew that it happened sometimes but it's been happening a little bit more frequently now which I'm just like wait hold on what's going on so I'm recognizing it that's what I'm doing right now I'm recognizing it and I'll catch it when I do it or someone you know will let me know that I've done it and I will accept it and I'll be like huh what in that period of time was I doing that made me maybe react like that like Uh... sometimes my voice just falls flat But yeah,
0: right now I'm in the recognition and acknowledgement stage. I may report
1: back any further. But I just said I'm like, maybe it was an off day, babe. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like I don't do it often.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, do you do you find yourself sometimes not like all the time, but sometimes like having to pretend to feel excited or like have a certain emotion that you don't? It doesn't come to you naturally.
1: I not be like that. <laughs> I will be able to try like that.
0: So giving um, you a blast. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, girl. Y'all yeah, do it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, that does happen. Um, And yeah. Yeah. Yes. The answer is yes. I do find myself in those situations. I don't really know what to do with myself. And sometimes, and the thing is, it will either do that like I'll either be a fall flat situation or I'll do the opposite where I'm like overreacting, like I am like giving even more energy than I usually would so maybe it might be received like ah my dear it really wasn't that it,
0: it, <laughs> it wasn't it, that exciting was
1: you know what I mean it wasn't that exciting I'm you reacted like that so um yeah I think I need to just find a balance but then it's it's hard though because I don't want like the con, like for certain conversations where that might happen, I'm like the conversation isn't bad. Yeah, yeah. it's just it's not it's not giving nothing. Like that's yeah. all it is. It's just giving nothing. Um, but we're in this conversation now, so let me you know keep it positive and keep it whatever and get us through it. Yeah, type thing or get me through it, but. I don't know. Like, I don't want to just. There's only certain period of times. Like, if a conversation really bad or really <laughs> dragging, I'll find my exit plan. Yeah, yeah, get out. Um, and <laughs> or I might just like if it's worse for worse, I might just be like, I'd put it on them. I'd be like, oh, like how? Like, I'd ask them questions. Like, I'll just have them not, yeah, like, blah blah blah, and I'll just listen to them. But if it's dragging out even more, I would just be like, oh great i uh-huh. have to go yeah like
0: just... <laughs> that's when like you're like begging for a grip situation to be around so you can be like what did oh, you say <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> or but i yeah. allow and
1: this this happens very rarely this is like if it's super bad or this is mm. if i have nothing to give i like i allow the silence
0: yeah like, yeah we literally do that even just, more often these days oh. Not everybody they talk, do, talk, talk. Right? But
1: <laughs> <right>? <laughs> I also hate silence. Like I hate do you silence mean? because I'm just, I look quite awkward. Hate, yeah, unless it's like people I know. Like I oh, yeah, have very yeah. I have people that I can have comfortable silence with, of course. But you know that thing, especially when you met someone for the first time. Oh
0: gosh, yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah
1: sometimes sometimes (laughs) and I only allow silences for people who then don't ask questions back see if I'm the only one that's asking questions if I'm the only one that's keeping if I am the driver of the conversation for the entirety of the time yeah there gets to a point where I'm like I am not getting paid for this (laughs) so therefore I am gonna stop and if you're not gonna continue then that's it and we will just sit here
0: and Mm -hmm. stew yeah. Silence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until
1: someone that's not me does something about it.
0: Yeah, I can't stand people do that. i uh, One of my biggest pet peeves has been like you can tell that you're engaged in a conversation and you're genuinely like invested in someone's, not even necessarily life, but you're just like trying to, especially if you spend a lot of time with them, you're trying to like, you know, understand them, get to know them, whatever. And they just don't want to do that with you. And it's just like, you know what? Okay, then I'm actually quite interested. But you know what? Fine. Yeah, let's just sit in silence. We are okay here. Yes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I find it mad rude in conversations when people don't ask questions back. Especially when there's like, I ask you a question that is so easily, like, you can ask that same question back. Yeah. that's just how the conversation should go.
0: Yeah, yeah 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 yeah, exactly it's actually it's just rude isn't it like and um or even like um I also try to kind of like match their energy so like let's say someone tells me something, something that's either great or like and it's not so great I'll see how they've reacted to that and then mm-hmm. um I'll be like, how do you feel about that and then like if wh- whatever they say then I can like match it and be like oh that's amazing or like especially if they're not feeling so great about something and i'm like no no no, no. like you you'll be fine you're great but then when it doesn't get like flipped back to you you're like you really don't care (laughs) you're like Like, wow okay then
1: (laughs) uh, this is all about you yeah Uh, yeah
0: but hey it's just personality types oh trying to find them is a balancing tough balancing act
1: it's a tough balancing act, honestly. Um, yeah, people are people are interesting. Ah, including yeah. myself, but yeah, people
0: <laughs> are interesting. <laughs> that was a fu- that is a really like funny thing to learn about you, because I I have never picked up on it.
1: And I hope you don't. Because like, I'm super engaged. Yeah. I'm super engaged. Like, <laughs> there are times where I'm like, okay, I clocked that. Like, I did, I did in that moment. And it's typically yeah. when I clock it, I know it's because I'm tired. Uh, makes um, sense. But there are some times when, do you know what it is? I think there there was one time in particular where someone picked it up, and I I recognized that it was an inside thought that just came out my mouth, like. I wasn't necessarily in the conversation, but yeah. I was hearing the conversation, and so I responded to the conversation instead of internally, externally, and so it probably just played out how it was in my head. You know when you text and you're like, "lol," yeah, 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 like, yeah. You know what I mean? It's screaming, I say that uh-huh. all the time. Um, oh, that's one. That is one term. I <laughs> might pick up on this now. Like I would say, "Oh my!" I'm like, "Oh my god!" Screaming, and like my sister's like, "You're not though. <laughs> like you're actually." The, the tone is so flat. Like, yeah, why do you have yeah. to do that? <laughs> That's one I do a lot. That one I recognize. I'm like, yeah. But it's just like, it's but just I like a, that
0: like, one okay. though, right? I'm like, yeah, I'm like, okay. yeah. But just like, like, oh my god, it's one of those ones where you like, it's a like a roll your eye moment, but not in like a bad way. It's like, a, oh my god, I'm screaming like, yes, <laughs> that is too funny, it. but also like not funny. That I'm like, ha ha ha, funny, you know. Girl, maybe yeah, maybe we just maybe we I just, just get, get you. I just get you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know you. But it's oh funny my. because there are two people actually in this world that I will never understand how they actually mean things. And this is the Kardashian sisters, especially Kim and Courtney. Have you been seeing the sibling rivalry? Because we need to talk about this. Like, no, <laughs> oh,
1: because the thing is, right, with the, them two, yeah. First of all, with the Kardashians, I mean, they've been on our screens for time, right? And then they've been coming back on Disney Plus and stuff. Tell me why. I'm I'm so out of it. And I went on Twitter and seen the same clip over and over again. And I said, hold on, I don't follow people who watch the Kardashians. Like, I just my usual... My algorithm seems like it's been hijacked. Like, what's going on here? Yeah. Um, And then I heard more about it and I listened and I watched the clip. And... Yo, they
0: hate each other. <laughs> they really hate each other. And like, I used to watch the Kardashians like back, back, back in the day. Um, I loved it. And then I grew up. <laughs> I realized what the Kardashians, who the Kardashians really were. And I said, yeah. okay, give it a rest now. And so I haven't watched um Keeping Up with the Kardashians or whatever they're called now for like, maybe like six years, seven years, something. So it's been a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really follow them or anything either. But you're right, like over the past few months or whatever, I've definitely seen more of them, especially like this um, past week with that new clip of um, basically Kim and Courtney on the phone. And um, if you haven't watched it, basically Kim and Courtney on the phone, and um, Courtney is telling um, Kim that she's really upset that she wasn't happy for her at her wedding, her recent wedding with Travis Barker um and she was saying that you should um, kim just wasn't happy for her um because that's just kind of what kim does da-da-da-da. and then kim basically saying that actually she's just like um concerned about courtney that she's not really happy um and that they have a group chat with courtney's so like Courtney's sisters has, have a group chat with Courtney's friends called Not Courtney where they talk about her and wonder why she's saying things and then acting differently or whatever um, and apparently her children, Courtney's children also have come to Kim with concerns that their mother is unhappy and I'm just like what in the world is this sibling rivalry because I just don't get it Like, how can you confidently talk to your sisters like that On blast on TV as well. Yeah, but they've been at it for so long that they've never liked each other.
1: Yeah, I I've watched like some episodes when it was Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I think it's called The Kardashians now. Well, what to change. But yeah, like I've been here because, like, it's like who's team Courtney, who's team Kim, and I've been hearing. Apparently, if you've you've been watching from the beginning of days till now, you're likely team Kim because actually Courtney's yeah. like a problem. But if you've just been watching the Kardashians, like you would be team Courtney because Kim seems more like a problem and all this kind of stuff. I think they like clearly they just don't get along. Oh, Whether yeah. that's for the dramatics of TV or not, like clearly they don't get along. I think it's mad that you have a group chat that says not Courtney. Like, what? Like, yeah. just have a group chat. You don't need to name it that. Or I don't know if that's actually any of it that. And then also bringing my kids into it. Yeah. Like, that is mad to me as well. Um, but I think it's also that thing where it's like, I guess... They're all benefiting off of it at the end of the day because it's on TV and they're going to get money from it. I don't know how they distribute their money and all that kind of stuff. Um, But yeah, like, I don't know. They, they're a complex family. I don't know how they even operate. Their family is a business.
0: Yeah, that's the biggest problem. Yeah.
1: And I think that's why for me, I'm just like, I can't fully, I mean, reality TV is not ever fully real anyways. Yeah. But I can't. trust the emotion that i'm seeing because i'm just like if you're so damn hurt by this i don't know if you would have it on tv
0: yeah exactly that's the thing and i feel like courtney has been complaining since the like beginning of time that she's not happy about um being on tv or working the same way that the other sisters do etc etc and it's like well girl you're still there like you actually could have done what you did in the first few seasons and said I'm not gonna be in this me <laughs> my kids yeah exactly so I just like I also feel like there is definitely a playing of like to the camera for it because you know you're going to get a check at the end of the day because if you're really that that unhappy, then you would have easily co- called, it, co- called it quits. Like, you can... Obviously, they're so intertwined, like you said, so complex, you don't really know all the details, but you can cut your family off. Like, you, you if you're, mm. you hate them that much, like, you could easily just never talk to them if you wanted to. I think. I don't know. You know? You know yeah, what I mean? but
1: I do wonder with these people who have been on TV for so long and it's their life that's on TV. It's, like, also, like lifestyle like influencers creators and stuff like that where your life is the content your life yeah. is your check type thing I'm just like they don't really know what else to do yeah like, they like this is this is how they get their money so if if they were to come off of it but I, I feel like when keeping up with keeping up with the Kardashians like I, I feel like there was a frenzy of being like well how do how do we now live? Yeah, you know. And then they got picked up by Disney Plus or whoever it was um, to do the Kardashians, and it's like, okay, we're good. Like <laughs> our steady no. income can come back again. So, and and the thing is as well, like it's a shame when when you are the seller of whatever you're selling, whether that is yeah. your lifestyle, whether that is your product. And I think that's why it's quite important for people to, in in these personalities, to create businesses for themselves outside of themselves
0: up for like, sure
1: for sure else like so that you know if you were to fall down god forbid but <laughs> if you were to fall down be cancelled whatever it is um that you still have something on the side I mean someone will probably clock that it's you but do you know what I mean you'll still have something yeah. that stands on its own as a product uh-huh. and you can even if you have to let go of it you can sell it right Absolutely. and I just think there needs to be a little bit more like when you've locked yourself in reality tv and your lifestyle being what sells when that goes away or when you've been cancelled and you now can't make money like you used to like you'll probably still be able to make money because you'll always have like diehard like followers or fans or whatever that will rock with you till the end Mm -hmm. but when that goes away what are you? Go. What is your income? What are your skills? Do you yeah. have an
0: education? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And I do feel like out of all the sisters, she is the one that I'm just like. What does she actually do? Like, I, I don't, I can't name a business that Courtney has. Like, Kim has Skims, I guess, and she's gonna be a lawyer. I think. I don't even know. What does, what does Chloe have again?
1: Chloe has jeans company.
0: She's she's company. Jeans company. Kylie has her skincare makeup company and Kendall's, yeah, and Kendall's, makeup, yeah. Yeah, and Kendall's uh-huh. a model. So, like, they all have income. Chris has the biggest. <laughs> the mother has the biggest. Income. Yeah. Corey, I'm sorry. Like, you hate being on TV so much, but what do you do? <laughs> like, girl. I mean,
1: that's why she's stuck.
0: Yeah. Like, I think she's so, so she's stuck.
1: stuck. And she, she just has to be there and just take it. Um, which, I don't know, a version of me feels sorry for because I'm just, like, that's a shame. Like, do you put yourself outside of of this? Like, do you put yourself outside of reality television? And and I don't even think she's, like, I mean, I I don't watch it, but, like, I don't know if she's, like, even a big contributor to it. So I wonder how much she even gets from it.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's so true. I mean, I think, like, luckily now she's married to one of the biggest like is he a rock star what is what music was he even do? i don't know
1: travis a girl i
0: don't know <laughs> musicians His even
1: travis isn't it travis yeah
0: Parker? barker yeah. i think yeah yeah because wasn't so, the other
1: one travis scott he was with uh Piley. Piley. yeah the baby daddy oh, yeah,
0: yeah 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 so i guess time will tell but i guess in terms of like sibling rival rivalry like does it resonate with you in any way like I mean not their fights specifically, obviously, because that is just wild. But like do you can you recall a time where you were like, damn, we were at each other's throats when we were grown up?
1: Oh, oh, yes. (laughs)
0: Like
1: (laughs) Yes. So I have two older sisters. I have one that is four years older than me and I have one that's six years older than me. Right now. Um, And, like, especially when I hit my 20s, like, we all get along, like, really well. Like, we talk to each other every day, mostly. We have group chats everywhere. Um, So we're good. Uh, But I definitely do recall, uh, I think... Yeah, it. I had period of times when I was closer to one sister and not closer to the other. Yeah. There were times where I really didn't get along. Like me and my oldest sister love her, but there was definitely a prolonged period of time that we didn't get along. Because it was very much giving like like mother-daughter type vibes. Yeah. Um, just oldest, oldest sibling and now youngest sibling. And I do feel like... You know with the youngest sibling, they do feel like they need to take care of them and all that kind of stuff. Um, which was hard because at times I was just like, Why are you acting like this? Like, why yeah. are you why are you taking on this role? But then, obviously, I guess pressures from her of just being like, just watching out for a little sister or being expected to watch out for a little sister, um, is played a factor into it. And I remember a significant time where like it was, it was, it was, it was rock, like we did not get along very well, like we. <laughs> loved each other but yeah. we didn't get along as individuals um so there, i remember a significant time where it was quite bad but then the turning point was when so i in 2019 when i was in america and i'm like oh my time in america's done but i'm not going home and my sister lives in canada so i was like oh like i'll come to canada um and you know just spend out the time there until i need to go back to uni yeah And this was a real test, um, (laughs) but at the start of it, My other sister and I, we actually went to Toronto. We had a good time. Everything was great. And then I went to go to where my sister lives. So I went to where my sister lives. And the thing is, as I said, we like, we love each other. So that's fine. Yeah. But it was more so we were learning each other as adults for the first time. In my opinion. This is my experience on it. We were learning each other as adults for the first time. But she was working. So like she was working. And so I got to like have time for myself and blah, blah, blah. And then um, she had like a long weekend. So I was like, let's go Vancouver. And we went to Vancouver. And I think for the first time, because it was just us two, there was no buffer. There's
0: three uh-huh, of us, right? Uh-huh.
1: And my middle sister's always been our buffer. So there was no buffer. So it was just us two. And <laughs> I was like, oh, gosh. Oh, <laughs> gosh. How is this going to go? And you know what? I think like we are probably, we clash because we're similar in quite uh. a few things. Um, and there was a time where I was like, oh, okay I think I just need to let go of some stuff like Mm. I think I just there's some things where I'm like it's not that deep yeah Um, and I wonder if she kind of had the same thing because to me there was one time there was just like this conversation and we just really had the resolution and I was like oh so you you do this because of that and you do that because of this and Mm -hmm. like I was just learning because I was like no we should be able to just exist in the same space For a prolonged period of time and (laughs) I think that that made me have a lot of learning and Uh and kind of understand her more and yeah like I feel that was a big turning point for us for Mm. me specifically and I just find it funny because the thing is, you're always, like, the the dynamics that you have with people are always going to evolve and change and move and shift. And some are going to be stronger, some aren't. Um, and with my sisters, I don't think we have rivalries. Um, and I don't think we necessarily hate each other at all. Like, we definitely are a tight-knit unit. yeah. But there are times when we're just like, you know what? <laughs> this situation I don't think is going to look cute. And we just need some time apart, and that's that, and that works. And I do wonder as well, because um, my sister does live away, and it might have helped. Yeah, as well for sure. Because it's just like, you know, I think we're just in the same space, and it's just things are too much and, yep. and all of this do yep. you know what i mean um but i love i love both my sisters i have different dynamics with them both but then again as a like a, as a three like we always go on holiday every year now mm-hmm. and and all that kind of stuff and yeah we just we just make we make it work but it's not like hard to make it work either which i do love
0: yeah absolutely and i feel like you i will say i haven't been with all of you three together at this I think I've never met your older sister before um but from what it seems like you yeah you have like a lot of love um with like with each other and that definitely like yeah. you can see that you can feel that so um that is so sweet but I think that's like that is definitely a very normal experience like I only have one sibling who is five years older than me um and we're he's um an older man as well so like when we were growing up we were super close especially when we first moved to the UK we were like inseparable because we only knew each other and then we were growing up and it came to the point where like same thing with you and your older sister where he was definitely acting like my dad and I was like what are you doing like you're supposed to be a brother <laughs> and he's obviously trying to look out for me, um and we clashed so much for like so many years and I think it actually wasn't until he moved out that we actually started to find ourselves trying to get along with each other Mm -hmm. um you know and like not even trying to get along but like actually realizing that like yeah a lot of our issues it's not that deep and it was just Mm -hmm. um a lot of our issues that definitely stem from like being around each other a lot and also being so similar like you said like so then if like if I got annoyed about something then he would get annoyed about something and then it would just be like okay we're both annoyed now for no reason you know (laughs) (laughs) and it's just bigger and bigger and bigger and escalates even more um whereas like now like we're so especially now that I've moved away as well like I think that um definitely distance makes the heart grow fonder and you realize like how much the other person is their own person as well and i think i grew up a lot Mm -hmm. and you know so that (laughs) i definitely matured um and i think that really helped our relationship and kind of actually understanding each other as people rather than just siblings who are attached to each other Mm -hmm. by blood um so yeah we're so much closer now so it's it's really it's so good when you get to that point with people in your family that you're like I actually like you <laughs> no I just love you yes. just the love thing. I actually like me around you so yeah. yeah yeah I mean I don't know what the Kardashians have going on over there I don't wish it for anybody goodness mm-hmm. um but if you are going through like a hard time with your siblings like there might be some bright light at the end of the tunnel I hope <laughs> for it you might
1: be, yeah like you said distance can help or maybe when you just kind of like really deep a conversation and just be like wait why is this always clashing yeah and then about, like look introspectively like you said you matured um and, st- and, and it might be you sometimes and you have to really reckon with that <laughs> I do like how you were saying about you know not loving for love's sake and you actually do like them yeah that's an important thing to, uh, an important place to get to hopefully um and there was this movie that I watched um a time ago I love it though it's a rom-com called set it up on Netflix uh-huh. and they've got this phrase where it's like I what was it. I like you because I love you despite I think that's what it was uh-huh. um and I think that's so important because yeah like yes you can love someone and you might feel obliged to love someone because like they're your blood but there's a like like is important like actually like the person
0: actually like spend time with the person yeah 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 and your skin doesn't crawl it would never mind you whatever so oh my
1: goodness that would be that would be the worst
0: yeah for sure um so yeah people with siblings like big up like get try to get closer (laughs) if you can if it's healthy um because it's it's nice to know you know what it is it's really nice to know that someone has your back like 100% like no matter what oh
1: yeah that that part that part is so important when you've literally you've definitely got someone you've got someone in your corner like it does not matter um you can really put things aside and just be like nah that's you know that thing where people can can try you and you're like yes my sister
0: yeah (laughs) who are you talking to <laughs> exactly <laughs> who
1: do you think you're talking to who do you think you're talking about don't be uh-huh. stupid
0: uh-huh exactly exactly
1: yeah <laughs> uh well something we gotta talk about is once again on the twitter web um I have been seeing more and more of these awkward interviews intentionally awkward interviews like that's the interview style and I don't know how I feel about it so for context there is this um, British person called Amelia I cannot say her last name to save my life um but she does the chicken chicken shop stop shop you, whatever it's called you know exactly who I'm talking about yeah this yep. white girl called Amelia and uh, this white girl called Amelia Um, <laughs> she does these awkward interviews that has honestly like people love it it's very popular in the yeah. UK and um, so much so that she's now been on like Vanity Fair Carpets as well doing up interviews in the same awkward style and she was just I think as well as the populariz- popularization of it has happened in like with black talent as well. Yeah, so yeah. she had like one with like Burna Boy and like all these different rappers and stuff. Where I guess it's like different worlds coming together yeah. and having a conversation, and it's being very awkward. Like that's what's being praised by it. Um. So people find that really comedic, and then there's this um, other white girl called Bobby. I don't, I don't know who this girl is, I but she keeps about her. popping up <laughs> on my timeline, and it's getting really annoying. But the people she's interviewing, I'm like, you make sense that you're on my timeline. She doesn't make sense that she's on my timeline, and it's the same awkward thing where essentially, when I say awkward interviewing, it's as if like they are in this space in this conversation, but the interviewer doesn't want to be there. Yeah, like the interviewer is like, I mean, I don't really know you or I don't really care or I don't really it's really giving I don't care energy yeah. and that has instead of being what you would think be received as like your mad rude is like you're the interviewee is then almost trying to like validate them being there and mm-hmm. um, and like trying to you know warm this person up and it's like a game of like breaking this persona because i do think it's personas i don't think it's Mm -hmm. like how the person actually is Mm -hmm. but i do think it's like breaking personas and then it's like meant to be just like super awkward and that's what the entertainment factor of it's gonna be i am not entertained by that (laughs) not one bit with Amelia, i have never been entertained by that with this bobby person she's even worse i don't know how But I am not entertained by that. And I think the most recent one I saw of Bobby was, like, Offset. And I was just like, bro, first of all, they're children. Both of them are very young. Um, And I'm just like, these grown people are out here trying to convince you that, nah, like, don't lie. Like, you definitely want to be interviewing me. Girl, like, Uh, what do you uh, mean? Yeah. Are you not the talent? What is this? (laughs) This is so, I hate, I just don't understand the mechanism of it. It really vexes me and it makes me, like, I don't have necessarily anything against these interviewers. I don't know them. Yeah, but exactly. I just don't like the content, which makes me not like them because I'm like, you're clearly driving it. And I'm just like, what is the reason? What is the reason?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why? I have never liked Amelia, I'm not going to lie. I don't think I've ever gotten through a full um, interview that she's done. Um, I'm the same. I, I like dry... The funny thing is I love dry humour and I watch a lot of shows that contain a lot of dry humour. When it comes to her and, like they said, Bobby, which I've just watched, um, the clip that you sent me, actually, like literally yesterday, I just, yeah, I don't get entertainment, entertainment from it at all. I don't find it funny. I don't find that like cute i don't find it anything other than awkward and just shy like i literally watched mm-hmm. it and i was just like but why what are we getting out of this because usually with interviews you're learning something about someone or a project that they've done um you know or something that's to come so it's just like if you're just sitting here trying trying to quotation marks just and mm-hmm. have this like whatever you call funny um conversation with someone who's like really nonchalant and then the person is like trying to get them like interested in the conversation I'm just like what am I learning and like what am I here for because I'm not laughing I'm not learning I'm not doing anything other than just feeling really really weird so I'm not I'm not about it I like interviews traditional interviews that are like genuine just genuine questions someone is genuinely interested to be there because they are either a fan or they um they have like not necessarily like journalistic integrity, but like they have, um, that is their craft, that is their job, you know what I mean? Like that is what they have been trained to do sort of thing. Or if they're the kind of like up and coming sort of influencer type of um, interviewers, they are learning to do that because it's not an easy thing to do. Like interviewing someone is not just something that you sit down with someone and then you just ask them questions. There's a a way about Mm -hmm. it. So I want to know about what it is that the person's come here to do. Why are you wasting their time?
1: <laughs> exactly. And my I, time, I mean, watching just, it. I just don't understand it. And they go on for so long as well. Yeah. And I think, like, even on top of it being, like, just, like, awkward and um, and them acting like they low-key don't want to be there. But, like, even the questions, like, the questions yeah. are giving ignorance. Like, the questions are so ignorant. And I'm yep. just, like, it's – and I <laughs> – and once again, you know, oh don't make everything about race. But okay. really and truly, I'm sorry, seeing a black talent that is so great in what they do, yeah. um, is clearly there for a reason, is doing like proper interview runs and then they land on this one and then they're being treated as if like like who are you? Like that rides me the yeah. wrong way. Honestly, that honestly drives me up the wall. That makes me so uncomfortable. I hate seeing it. It's like you're seeking validation from this white person. Yeah. And I'm just it just plays so wrong to me. Um and I'm just I hate the fact that I see it that I know, I I don't hate the fact that I see it that way, because I do think it gives that. Yeah. But I'm just like, why is no one am I overdoing this? Like, why is no one, like, clocking it like this as well? And I have seen in, like, quote tweets and stuff that people are just like, I like. I don't think it's the intention, but this is just mad. Like, this just doesn't look good. Like, this just looks confusing. And why, like, why are we all trying to, like, get validation from this white
0: person? Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Like, I really don't like the idea of them entering this space and then being the like token interview like the one interview that can actually get something well people think get something out of these black artists it's like that's why I, I, I've just never rolled for Amelia like I just feel like it's just really icky um the interview style that she does and where she does it and who she does it with like you are literally entering a black space Figuratively, and I'm very realistic, like reality, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) actually, in a chicken shop, and you're interviewing black artists um, and black people, um, and it's like, why? Like, you're doing it in a way that it's it's not like credible to me anyway. And like I said, I'm not learning anything, you're not funny. Um, and you're acting as if, like, you're the only person that's ever interviewed them in their whole entire lives. It's like, nah, girl, go. <laughs> go away. Um, so, and it's, what yeah. it is, is also just, like, I feel like a lot of um, the teams around these Black artists are also bypassing really good Black interviewers to go to mm. her. And I don't like that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because mm. it's just negating mm-hmm. what they're there for. So yeah. yeah, they in my eyes are not true interviewers, they're just silly girls <laughs> at this point.
1: <laughs> and I get like I get like in terms of like visibility and you know going far and wide, tapping into audiences that you wouldn't maybe have access to that they might open for you. and like I, I do understand that as well. Like, yeah, if it's a money thing, it's a money thing. Like I I get that. Um I just I feel what makes me feel most uncomfortable about these type of interviewers and this type of interview style is the comfortability and confidence that the interviewers then get. Yeah, And then, you know, whether it's happened or not, listen, I don't follow, I don't know these people from Adam. I don't know yeah. Amelia. I don't know. Bobby I don't know I don't even follow them I have no idea but I just feel like when given the space and given the confidence to be able to continue to run like this it's only a matter if unless I would be surprised if it happens already if it's happened already but there's only a matter of time until someone gets too comfortable and there's something out of pocket that people are like hold on a second yeah who gave you the confidence to act or say that yeah you know what i mean i don't know if awareness is strong enough within these interviewers yeah to see that i mean they managed to go you know they've managed to go free on kind of like how they do their thing for now Mm -hmm. but i'm just saying especially because they're younger and i don't know how old amelia is but like i know bobby's bobby looks young yeah so i'm just like i just find you are allowing yourself it's only a matter of time until you're gonna say or do something yeah and then you're gonna to have to see everyone be like see i told you so i told y'all look at all of you rocking with so and so and then they've done this <laughs> and blah blah, blah blah and i will be one of them yeah I'll be like listen we not we'll see be knowing
0: exactly exactly <laughs> So it's just like, at this point, I'm just like, you know what? Do your thing, whatever. I'm not going to give you the time. I'm not going to give you the the viewership, whatever you want. Uh, I don't walk with it. So let's just let's just try and pop the the black interviewers who are doing their thing yeah, yeah. exactly Ugh. like if
1: that's what i said if it's for the check it's for the check like yeah I'm not gonna, you know stop anyone from <laughs> the site <laughs>
0: yeah. i guess so <laughs> i guess
1: so i'm not gonna stop anyone from getting their bag but i just want at the end of the day i just want black talent to be safe yeah um, and
0: yeah
1: and i don't and then also don't want you to be dragged down too like that's yeah
0: the thing as yes well. to an affiliation yeah
1: Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, I just find it. Um, I just find it very interesting that this is the entertainment that people are enjoying. Yeah, it's kind
0: of That's something I just, I don't, I don't know. Like that humor. Like I, I, just don't get that humor. And for me, I just, yeah, it's yeah. not for me. I guess I think that's what it is. And maybe because it's like in real life, whereas maybe like the TV shows that I watch that are like dry, they are so comedy maybe i don't know like yeah oh well yeah it's just i just don't it's not hitting yeah
1: i mean i i don't find it funny Um, (laughs) (laughs) but you know what other people yeah little giggle little something something um is what it is yeah it's just so interesting with certain people that you're just like I just feel like you're a step away from trouble
0: uh-huh uh Uh
1: just one yeah (laughs) just one step away from trouble and I'm like I hope you got that notes app queued up with the apology yeah ready to go (laughs) because you might need it
0: (laughs) yeah sooner rather than later exactly
1: (laughs) exactly but um something that people then got to talk about is uh I mentioned it at the start when I was talking about horror films and horror tv shows but there is a book called The Other Black Girl that has been turned into a TV show that you can watch on Disney Plus also called The Other Black Girl as its <laughs> namesake of the book it is so interesting wow. like this is what i'm saying about horrors like it is interesting mm. and with so with this right i am i knew it as a book but i knew i wasn't going to read the book i am someone we have known this I'm not a reader but I am someone <laughs> that I'm like I have heard of a book that I know people love it's so so good I'm just like it's only a matter of time till they put it on screen it's yeah quiet. don't worry I'll be able to engage in the conversation soon because I know <laughs> it's coming on screen if you're telling me it's that good they'll turn it into a show they'll turn it into a movie it has happened so much for me yeah it happened with um knots and crosses I remember hearing uh, yeah. great things about Knots and Crosses, very, very great um, kind of narrative, Mallory Batman and all that kind of stuff. Very smart as well. Mm-hmm. Very, very smart. Um, and I remember being like, the books, there was like three of them or there's a series of them. They're also so mad long. I'm not going to be reading it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. And also I don't like reading books. You know that thing where you watch something and you know the dip and the narrative is going to happen. You know, everything's going to go wrong and blah, blah, blah. And you're just yeah. anticipating, you waiting for it to happen. But it, you'll get over it. I can't imagine reading those dips. I can't imagine reading when something goes wrong. Yeah, I literally can't do it. You need to keep
0: going. You, the, the pages are literally getting, like, slammed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you know what I mean? And it's like, I don't have the patience for that because I'm also, like, I'm not a fast reader either, I don't think. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, so I'm just like, I'm just going to have to suffer through something that I already find a hard task anyways yeah. that got turned into a tv show and I said bet look see now I can have the conversation it's enjoy. great enjoy um, <laughs> so the same thing happened with the other black girl turned it into a tv show and I watched it with my sister who has read the book uh-huh. um and apparently they did a very good um like T- um, book to tv adaptation oh, sure. take on it adaptation, thank you. They've done a really good adaption of it, which I'm glad because I know that's what all the book readers say. Oh, it's never <laughs> happened, it's the book. Yeah. And of
0: course yeah. Not,
1: because that's the original brain. But <laughs> apparently it was a good adaptation and all oh, adaptation and oh my goodness, this TV show, the way they did it, the narrative of the book, and I'm not even gonna call it about the TV show. This author, hey, black people are very hey they are storytellers they can really tell stories yeah essentially and i will try to do it justice but the narrative is that there is this black girl she works at she's works in a publishing publishing house um or kind of like where, where they make books right She works in a place that you you edit and and create books and stuff like that. So um, she's been working up the ladder and essentially she's the only black girl that works there. Her boss, of course, is why, like the entire leadership is why, except from one time there was this editor who was a black woman, but she she doesn't work there anymore. She kind of fell off the grid. No one knows where she is. So she is the only black girl in this office. But then one day um a new assistant comes in and she's also black and she's like oh my gosh there's another black girl in the office I've never (laughs) had this before this is insane so um she's like getting excited and they're trying to like establish their relationship and what this is like and she's like getting along with her but then there's certain things that this other black girl does where she's like are you with me or are Mm. you against me like what is this yeah she starts getting like random notes about like you need to leave like this place now like you yeah she's getting these like warnings and stuff and she's very confused she's like what's going on she also has this friend who's just she's got she's got off vibes from this other black girl she's like I don't like her I don't like her like this is this is not I don't trust her essentially and she's just like listen this is the only other black girl in the office like she's not done anything to me um why can't you just you know respect that you know we're we're friends and stuff like yeah. that. And you go through this journey of her getting these weird, random signs and like weird things are happening. The lights are flickering, Ooh. things are out of place, like things are dodged she would be receiving stuff. Like it's just weird. And um, and then there would be like someone like actually warning her um that you need to leave this place. It's not safe. And they're like, is it the other black girl that's saying it? Is it other people that are trying to warn her from the other black girl that's saying it? And Um... essentially, it's this whole journey of her trying to figure out whether she can trust this other black girl or not um, alongside all of these things that are going on Mm -hmm. that are giving her warnings, but she doesn't know where the warnings are coming from. And when I can't even, without spoiling it, I can't even tell you like where this all stems from because Mm -hmm. it's so random but also so (laughs) makes sense yeah and like how like basically she's had to like now watch her back in this place in this office yeah that she was
0: Weird, very weird, very Uh, smart.
1: This is what I'm saying. Horrors by Black people are so intelligently made. Yeah, because they're you're just like, how did how did we get here? Here.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And also, she was there first as well. So she's like, I was fine before. Like, how come I need to leave now? Yeah. Oh, that's an interesting Mm -hmm. one. Super
1: interesting. Yeah, Yeah. I do. I do think you'd like it. Like, I actually do think you like it. Yeah, it's like because the thing is, it is, it is a. Horror thriller esque, but it's not as I said with black people. It's not necessarily like beasts and like yeah,
0: gruesome. yeah. It's That's not what it is. That. I don't like being. Yeah, I don't like the gris, the, the gruesome side to horrors and stuff, or exactly. the kind so of the... very obvious like ah moments. Like no, no, no. Yeah, so this isn't <laughs> that. That's good. This okay, is not
1: that. Like this is very intelligently made.
0: Done. In my opinion. Okay, yeah, okay. Go watch it. It's really been nice. good. made go it,
1: of course. Yeah, The Other Black Girl is a very good book I have had, um, <laughs> but seeing it on screen, I can validate I'm like, yeah, this is a really good narrative
0: Okay, amazing, yeah, definitely give it a shout um, Something that people got to talk about for me is take a trip up to Scottish islands. like I actually really badly have never really been like through the Scottish Islands, I've lived in Scotland for almost 20 years No, that is definitely a lie Yeah, no, actually almost 20 years now yeah, <laughs> I'm 26 yeah. Yeah, girl. I was like, no, 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 Diana, that's, like, too long. But, oh, my gosh, yeah. So I've been living in Scotland, well, I have lived in Scotland for almost two decades now, um, and I haven't travelled around. But I know why. It's because it's actually quite expensive to travel around Scotland. Like, if you don't camp, like, or don't have a car, it's very tricky. So um, if you do have access to um, a car, um and you like camping like that'd be great or if you can afford the hotels even better if not hire a camper van and like camp in the back of your van i think that's also a great idea um but if not take a trip up even for a day or a couple days to scottish islands so my brother got married on the isle of Arran which is stunning like absolutely stunning especially when the weather is good um if you love nature like you will have a really great time there's some great hikes um I'll write the one we went on um that we really enjoyed it's like very beginner friendly um and like I said the views are beautiful so um yeah you're gonna love it and there's many more places to see as well that I definitely want to go to to go to so yeah this is your chance to book that trip (laughs) if you want to be seeing um Scotland's coastline yeah
1: that is stunning not me though but stunning (laughs) like i will go if there's something i need to go for like you said the wedding and stuff like that yeah my dad is really good for it though like there was a period of time when he literally just started going around like more of like northern scotland and like Uh. the islands and stuff so i've heard beautiful stunning wonderful but ciao <laughs> i'm so sorry yeah
0: you need to be a nature lover for it yeah but you said
1: oh <laughs> we did this really good hike and for beginners
0: i said not me though mostly <laughs> <laughs> with their car like but i can get to the top though
1: yes 100 percent. get me in a car but even like so i don't remember where we went but um i remember this one time my family they were like oh yeah let's go north um and (laughs) I was like okay fine I will drive driving in those places are scary it is
0: those roads yeah
1: those roads I said you don't even want like that's you yeah yeah I don't know about that and it's just like why I just feel like situations like that I I'm like, so God forbid, God forbid, someone was to fall, someone was to do something. I just know at Heaven's Gate, it's going to be like, and you expected what? <laughs> did you not go there? I'm
0: sorry.
1: Oh like, God. I'm well. like, okay, I guess come through, but also, like, you did this to yourself. Come on
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah, the risk can be worth it. Just don't be stupid. <laughs>
1: don't be stupid. Be very careful. but Yeah, yeah be safe. I, th- as I said, from the the pictures that we've seen so far, um, stunning, beautiful, and even when yeah, like even even the cool lot woman's situation. Yeah, like, to be fair, it's it's cute. It can yeah. I forget that nature is very beautiful to others. Um, <laughs> and. We get very um excited and overwhelmed by it, which is a great thing to have. So yeah, rep the Scots. Yeah. Love that. Our <laughs> Scottish islands and all that kind of stuff, you know, do up tourism, enjoy and yeah, hopefully the weather's nice, that's also
0: cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely yeah thank you so much for listening to another episode of the podcast we have loved and um, of course always recording it if you want to get in touch and um, with us we are at swgta podcast on insta if you want to write us a little email or whatever something a little bit longer and um, you can get us at swgta podcast at gmail.com but yeah get in the comments get in the dms you can follow us individually at diana githway
1: I'm at mercy
0: underscore able. Um, make sure you rate and review our podcast. Give us those five stars. We love you for them. <laughs> um, and make sure to tell a friend tell a friends And we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye.